Hello and welcome to another episode of Crouch and Tiger Hidden Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Dave, and I'm here with Vader, as always. How's it going, Vader? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How's how's things out that way? We're, we're trucking along. Um, I'm a bit excited because after we record today, I'm heading off to our local museum, which is called Papa, and because they have an exhibition of the um, Terracotta Warriors. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, so it's the boys been quite fascinating, and uh, definitely with our love of kung fu and Asian, <laughs> a Chinese cinema and culture we have here in this podcast. Um, it's right up my alley, and it's cool that they've loaned out. It's not not many of them, but from what I understand, this this group of warriors has been uh, shipped around the world to different museums, and it's our turn to have them for a time. So I'm heading off with the family to to view these ancient terracotta warriors. Oh, that'll be really cool. You'll have to send me pictures. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm pretty excited. I'd love to go to... It's a forbidden, forbidden city, isn't it, in China that actually has um, them there? Yes. I'd love to actually go there and see like more of them and see where they, they were made and where, where they belong. But this is this is next to... This is better than nothing. Yeah, <laughs> the, the next best thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's 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 me. I'm excited for that. But how about you? Anything new in the uh, kung fu world? No, <laughs> nothing. Uh, nothing that exciting. Um, no, like that I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, uh, yep, no, not really. Other than a few movies have come out that I was anxiously awaiting, and then they proved to not be that great. So, oh well. <laughs> well, on that, I I saw a teaser. I don't know if it's just a wind up. But uh, a picture of um, Chris Tucker and Jackie Chan holding up four fingers each, which made oh, me a bit excited. That is, I um, oh. it, uh, I guess on that note, it was um, Jackie Chan's birthday yesterday or this week at least sometime. Oh, nice. Um, and I know, I know, uh, Chris Chris Tucker was tweeting that as well. So that's um, always an extra good sign. They're still in, in yes. contact with one another. Yeah. Um, and so that's yes, it's sounding like a Rush Hour four maybe in the works. I like I like Rush Hour. I think they're a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're they're good. We'll have to we'll have to take a look at those maybe in conjunction with um, Police Story or something. Yep. Because well, I was thinking about it, I never really made that connection. But like Rumble in the Bronx, like we did that one, didn't we? Yeah. Rush Hour is basically like a better, higher production value version of that, really. Mm, the same thing with um, Protector that he had done with um, Danny Aiello, uh, nineteen eighty three or eighty four earlier, um, and it's another uh, Hong Kong cop in America working with an American detective movie. Yep, but I think there was yeah, less that's... less kung fu in that one. Oh, we like kung fu around here. Ooh, yes, <laughs> but see, we've been branching out a little bit into other uh, areas, and with um, one of our friends, friends of the show, I'm going to call him a friend of the show, co-host of the Dark Insight podcast, uh, Cliff is asking about s- samurai movies, and I realised that I've got a real lacking for <laughs> Japanese cinema, and I think we should we should uh, correct that, and <laughs> we should cover a couple of samurai movies. Yes, that's always that's always on the docket. I've actually. Um... Um, speaking of 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 Mr. Mr. Cliff, uh, 
I, I responded to his query with a few um, recommendations of my own in regard to specific, specific um, ninja films. And then I realized I just really wanted to watch all of the ones I recommended to him again. <laughs> so I, I started watching a few of them and uh, then ended up uh, going down a tangent and watching ones that I had not actually seen or hadn't seen in a long time. Um, and they're all they're all good. Uh, and it uh, yeah, we can probably take a look at one or two of those. There there's still martial arts going on. It's still <laughs> relatable. That's what I'm after. See, I'm. I'm... I really haven't seen anything that modern from Japanese cinema. I've seen also a lot of the classics like Yojimbo and I'm sure I've seen Seven Samurai and the, the older ones, the um, yeah, the kind of Western-inspired Japanese films. Yeah, and that's but, that's yeah. one or two of the ones I was also... Um, the uh, Shinobi no Mono um, series, Tale of Shinobi. Those are uh, starring Raizo Ichikawa, and they're from the late '60s, like 1967. Uh, those are really good. They and they use uh, purportedly um, actual ninja techniques. Um, they kind of introduced that to the public when they came out. Uh, however, just reviewing the last film, there's definitely stuff that's um, on the more mystical side. I mean, I think <laughs> the, the later films, but it's it's nonetheless entertaining. Cool. That yeah, sounds like fun. I yeah, like we'll we'll, we'll, uh, we'll maybe take a crack at some of those, or maybe uh, Zatoichi or something. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll we'll figure something out. Nice, as we always do. And what are we covering today? We are taking a look at a 2011. Uh, it's not really a sequel. Um, it is the follow up to Marantau. Um, having nothing to do with the characters, but everything to do with um, Gareth Evans and his entire kind of cast that he carries through his sort of each film um, with the uh, Iko Wais, um, Yayan Ruhan, and uh, a few other familiar faces we'll see. They're in decidedly different roles um, this time around. So it's the Raid uh, Redemption, and that's um, Serbon Mott. I'm probably butchering that because I don't speak Indonesian, but um, yes, it is uh, another Silat film. Sort of. Very light. (laughs) Silat and guns, or guns and some Silat happening. I'm going to be right up and honest here, Dave. Um, I know we were going to look at doing both of them. One of the reasons I didn't get around to watching the second one is I I didn't really like this movie. <laughs> and it's funny because the second one has way more salat and and oh, dang it. sort of less gum. It, I would say the second one's better than the first one, um, as far as the martial arts is concerned. Uh, and uh, honestly, this came out I think the year before the Dread remake. Uh, maybe Dread was 2012, somewhere around then. But it's almost identical. Uh, it's. Uh, We'll just do the synopsis now because the the, the film is very self-contained. A, um, a a drug lord or a crime kind of kingpin is in charge of this giant apartment complex. It's a, a vertical building, and he's of course um, ensconced in his headquarters at the top. And a, a special uh, like a SWAT team um, is sent in to kind of dig him out and get rid of. Um, the, the the corruption that's in this building uh it's 
it's almost identical to the plot of the the Judge Dread film, um, which <laughs> okay. I think the Dread film did this a little bit better, but I enjoyed some of what's happening here. Uh, and then we have our our main um, character. Um, is he Rama in this? But he doesn't become, yes, become the Rama. main character until like forty five minutes in. <laughs> yeah, halfway through or so. So his his buddy uh, Jaka is in, in. I think he's in charge of this um, unit, and um, he's a rookie. The he, our, our hero. Yeah, our, our, he, he's the yes. The, just he's just part and parcel of the of the group. Um, not really unlike his role in Marantau, where it's him on a journey to grow up. This kind of repeats that. In as much as it's, he's sort of forced into a role of, it's not really of command. He's just kind of thrust into the spotlight as one of the few survivors of this unit. The um, the raid does not go well for really anybody involved. Um, no. it, it was an interesting premise and the concept um, like of the, the villain hiding in plain sight and basically using his subordinates his loyal minions live in this apartment building but so do innocent civilians yeah and so i guess he's using this place as a way to hide behind civilians uh so he's a it's a bad man <laughs> he's a bad man yeah, but yeah the first 45... <laughs> go ahead the first 45 minutes is just extreme violent gunfight yes um it's uh I can't even say it's like gun fu like in equilibrium. It's um no. they're just shooting just people in the, shoot, him, shoot him in the face. Uh I, it's kind of like John Wick but less entertaining and more just horrific. Yes, it was very horrific <laughs> at times. <laughs> It's weird because I I don't mind violence. Well, of course I mind violence, but you know I don't mind it in the films. Um, but there's certain levels of violence or way violence can be portrayed that makes it just way less palatable. Yeah, and on that, I think that's kind of a positive thing because they're not really glorifying the gun violence. Good point. They're making it look horrible because it's horrible. It's not exactly. like it's. <laughs> It's just a dealing with a bad subject. Um, and as you, you know, it does get into kind of one-on-one, you know, fisticuffs. And I liked that part of it more. Um, but I think for what it's doing, it's effective. In the same way that um, um, Marantau dealt with heavier subjects, but kind of bundled it with the martial arts. This sort of does the same thing, but... Uh, it puts more emphasis on like the bad parts, I guess. Yeah, that's fair. I, I appreciate that. That look at it. Um, yeah, I guess. Do we want to get more into the story, or do we want to backtrack and go over our um, cast, or should we just well, skip we, that uh, we can we can kind of skip the cast because, like I said, most of these guys are working with um, Gareth Evans. We just we we covered them in literally the last episode with Marin Tao. However, um, I will say that this stars um, Joe Tasnim, and um, he is the uh, commander of the the SWAT team. Um, in this, he, he um, has just recently headlined um, "The Night Comes for Us," which was a phenomenal 
uh, gangster kung fu else a lot um, film. However, like I can't, if you think that this was violent, Night Comes for Us takes <laughs> that to like five other levels. It's it's ridiculously saying that violence is bad. <laughs> Everything is yep. bad. It's it's not a it's not a pleasant film to watch. Um, but it does what it does very well. So I mean, on that, on that side of it, I enjoyed it because it's like, mm-hmm. technically a, a very well-made movie, very uh, visually pleasing as far as like the, the cinematography is very well done. Um, he, he, he portrays the, uh, Ito, the main, main character and that comes for us. He was also in, um, well, not related, but he had a small role in Star Trek Beyond um cool and then that's kind of it other than the fast and the furious part six showed up there because he looked for he looked familiar yeah he just hasn't really done anything else um he's he's uh that's weird it's like i watch these guys and i'm thinking oh man they got to be like way older and then he's like the exact age i am (laughs) so that's bizarre the command this is the commander they had like the white yellow dyed hair or whatever um it his hair was like short hair and he he he's the first one that fights mad dog and then just does not win like you think he's doing really well and then he gets his neck broken oh okay this is the good one not the the corrupt commander yeah 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 sorry this is the younger uh, yeah, I, was, I was gonna say he's he's old he's, commander guy. yeah the, the, yeah the, the main commander guy was yeah, this is the just the sub Okay, the guy, the good guy, the good guy. That yeah, and I mentioned that for those who haven't seen the raid, I'm sure you have if you're listening. Uh, but it, the main commander who initiated this raid is doing this off the books. It's not actually a sanctioned police raid. He is doing it because he is. This is a ploy for him to gain control uh, and move up in the gang because he's a corrupt cop. Yes, yes. Um, which I thought was a very cool. It made me more intrigued in the movie because I thought that was a really cool, a fun twist. Kind of obvious when you think about it, but I thought that was kind of um, more intriguing for the storyline. Yeah, I mean the Did movie itself. Like, there's it's a it's a well done movie. It's not like boring, but it is a little bit long. Uh, this one, however, is under two hours. Um, the Raid Two, I think is two and a half hours it's really long <laughs> like when i was watching it uh in, j- just in case we were going to cover it 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 was a long sorry movie. no it's fine um because <laughs> it because it, it, it helped me solidify like that i did enjoy the second one more than the first um that's good to hear and i guess that's something i can take from it um one of the deterrents was i watched the raid was so, uh dubbed and whereas the Ray 2 I could only find subbed which I usually prefer but um, with a little game called Sekiro coming out and other commitments in my life I haven't had much time to devote purely to watching a movie for two and a half hours yeah and it's it's long, like I said it's it's a longer one um, yeah that, that's yeah. just the that's just how it falls i didn't actually even have a chance to watch the the, the first raid again i had to pick one of them and i was like well i'll just watch number two because i i hadn't seen that in a <laughs> longer time but i've watched the first movie like i don't know 
I think I saw it twice in the theater, and then I I own it, and I've watched it many times. So, and the plot's very straightforward. I didn't have to yep. think think too hard on like what happened in the movie. <laughs> they go uh, they go up a building and fight people, get, get in, <laughs> and get shot. Them. Yep. <laughs> but there'd be thirty of them or so, and they all die within the first few minutes, and then there's a few that hang on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and to survive by the end it is and we have the return um as we see through throughout well i guess their film careers really um is uh yayan Riyan and iko Weiss like always work together like even outside of um gareth evans films and uh our, our buddy uh, yayan was the um previous marantau um journeyer uh in Marantau. He's the guy that he gets he meets him on the bus in the very beginning yep. of the movie and then he has the good extremely huge elevator fight. Um and in this one he gets to flex his uh his Silat skills as Mad Dog, one of the main enforcers for the um super Gangsta bad boy. guy. I don't <laughs> I don't, I can't even I think of uh, I don't know he's a bad guy. The, bad, the big, big, the big bad yeah. guy. Um, so uh, we'll we'll jump over into reviews. I think. What what did you unearth for us? Okay, we got a ten out of ten star rating, and the title of this review is "A Constant State of Perplexion," which I just thought was a fun title. I don't know what it means, but. <laughs> and, <laughs> uh, and this is by XX Himura. XX, and this was done on the 24th of March 2012, so not long after release. Okay, we start the review. I decided to wait a full day before writing a critical review on this movie to let my emotions die down. In conclusion, I have nothing but praise for this movie. If your goal is to walk into this movie and be psychologically challenge or expect great dialogue you will be disappointed there are some movies that you need to walk into and know little of what will unfold to get the full cinematic experience i always check the rating of movies on imdb before considering watching them and after reading some of the other user reviews on high octane intensity and non-stop fight scenes I in the least expect some good action in this movie. Even with that, though, I thought an entire movie could not be based on fighting scenes and and score above an 8 on IMDb. Boy, I was I wrong. It wasn't a really a review. It was just kind of telling us how we should view movies. <laughs> That's uh, it. I'll, I'll read the rest of it because it's long. Um, Is there more? <laughs> yeah oh there you go i didn't push the arrow sorry my bad <laughs> i was gonna say this isn't a review this is just telling us how to review yeah um this movie is earning glowing reviews because of the action sequences filmed in the movie that you place wait that place you in a cinematic experience where you actually feel like you are watching real men fight for their lives i'm gonna put some parentheses there um yeah i had trouble with if, the last sentence if there was real men are on pcp or have like five billion gallons of blood in their body. Okay. Um, it's nothing yes. poetic with backflips and flexible positions, but simply man versus man, often equipping anything in the room to disarm, disable, and kill their opponent. 
It places you in the hot seat, viewing the closest things to actual killings. I can kind of agree with that, sort of. Um, a lot of, a lot of people get shot. Um, now this isn't to say the movie slows down on blood spurts or zooms in when someone is getting their throat sliced. It simply shows how it is. It's fast, real, and intense. In some of the other reviews, you hear fans praising the knife fighting scenes. This movie was incredible with its knife fights and how effective and swift they are in close quarters. The finish is always swiftly at the throat, but that wasn't before two or three lightning touches to the chest, quads, or arms to disable an opponent and render them shocked in pain. Here's the bottom line. This movie was made on the smallest budget I've ever seen for any movie to hit international screens. The director and all actors are no names that you have ever heard. <laughs> However, I guarantee that you will never watch another film again because the raid is groundbreaking in its reality, intensity, and quality of choreography. Every movie that scores high ratings appeals to a certain group of audiences. This is a very specific movie, but is well-deserving of the praise it is receiving from our users at IMDb. It is my hope to see more of this action from the director and actors because I honestly don't think I can ever watch a fighting movie again. I'm guessing they mean because they thought this was so cool that nothing else will compare to it. Um, they got the raid-itis. It's like Dark Souls-itis, but raid yeah um they have some points that i kind of agree with but after watching this movie it's probably seen this like six times uh it and, and and in light of watching the second one i don't think that this holds up um in the ease of watch department it turns into i kind of want to fast forward and just watch the good bits <laughs> Just because the movie itself is, it's, it's the, the plot is so straightforward that you like, I don't need to know. I don't need to see a conversation. <laughs> like I can skip a part where they're just walking up the stairs. You know, it's, um, yep. it's, it's pretty straightforward in what they're going from A to B big kind of boss battle at the end and some little mini boss on the, on the way there. Mm -hmm. It's a very, it's very video gamey. Um, I think in just it's it's is the way it presents the narrative. Um, you could also look at it sort of in light of an Indonesian, or I guess it's Gareth Evans, but um, a collaborative Indonesian uh, version of um, Game of Death, where you know Bruce Lee is going up the pagoda and fighting a guy on each level. It's kind of that same feeling. Just with guns involved, a lot of guns. Yeah, you could see this in a Yakuza, um, the game mission. Yeah, like the brawling part, the second half of the movie, at least, not the gun part. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I, will, I will agree. Like, you... it was very well filmed, and some of the the camera shots and cinematography were very good and quite clever uh, and well um, done. Yeah, there's a good part where one of the I think it's one of the bad guys is shooting down at people like they're in like the sort of stairwell in the center because so the apartment for everyone that has not seen it and we're just spoiling spoiling it um the apartment complex is sort of a hollow rectangle like there's a central stairwell that goes up the entire middle of the building which is a big hole so people can fall through it all the way to the bottom or someone can stand in the middle and just shoot down at people trying to go up the stairs. And there's a, there's a couple of bits where they, they play with that a little bit and it's, um, it's 
filmed well. Yeah, and like the little details, like one scene, uh, there's a civilian they meet early on uh, when they first go in as the as the police, and when things hit the fan, um, our main character ends up with an injured um, colleague. I don't know what else, <laughs> um, and and ends up in the that same civilian's apartment that they met at the start of the movie, and he offer he he agrees that he'll help protect them, and and. He's got a hidden compartment behind a wall, like a false wall in, his, in the living room. I don't know why, but he does. <laughs> um, and they go in there, and just the level of detail in that scene was phenomenal, for especially for such a low-budget film. Like, it was so tight that the, the plaster, uh, you call it drywall, we call it jib, um, on the wall was flexing as they as they tried moving and changing positions inside the wall. And that that was all planned out and filmed. It took a, a huge amount of thought or pre-planning to film it, uh, to suit this fight scene that, mm-hmm. well, this fight scene didn't happen in this case. Well, uh, just, you, <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's them getting a knife jabbed at them while they're inside of a very tight well, yeah, space. And just the level of planning I thought was cool. And they, they shot, there was a shot of the wall flexing from the outside. It's like, man, what, 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 what led to this, that's what I was thinking while I was watching it. What led to this scene happening? And I thought that was a very powerful, cool scene. Um, and there was lots of that in it. So there's a lot of credit to the filmmaking. I guess my that gets extra marks. But for me, I just I guess I didn't like the the subject matter as much. Um, the gun the gunplay was too much for me, and that's what gives gives it negative points. Yeah, and they they doubled down on the. The Raid 2 is more violent than the Raid 1 because, of course, they have to make it bigger, better, faster, stronger um, to do the sequel. Um, thankfully, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's mitigated a little bit because a lot of that is um, back to, you know, hand-to-hand combat. Um, but isn't any less violent because their hand-to-hand combat is with knives and such things so it's equally if not more violent than just the kind of getting shot with the gun in in these yeah, movies a, yeah yeah um, it's it's, guess... a, it's a specific type of movie and um it's like i enjoy them but i think as i get older i enjoy them less and i just want to watch goofy slappy have training montage movie <laughs> Well, yeah, I, I want to watch the cool kung fu uh, or the martial arts, whatever it may be. Uh, I don't necessarily want to watch something that's super edgy or or gritty. <laughs> all the yeah, time. yeah, this was great when I was in my twenties. Now it's just like I just need something a little, a little more light <laughs> lighthearted, please. <laughs> it's a little, sure. too, a little too serious. Um, okay, bad, bad, bad review. Okay, I've got. I want to read the titles and you choose which one based on that because I think that could be a fun little game because they're sure. quite amusing. These are all one star. Uh, if I had a winner, just let me know. Okay, first is Don't Trust the Ratings or What a Waste of Time, uh, a Kung Fu demonstration video, not really a fair review, more of a warning. I want, I want that one. <laughs> that one i'm kind of partial to don't trust the ratings but I'll, I'll take that one okay um not really a fair review more of a warning by emily 
1,005. I guess there are more than one uh, one Emily who wants to review <laughs> Probably. Uh, warning, spoilers. As I only suffered through the first 45 minutes of this film, it's not really fair for me to write a review. Exactly, Emily. Come on. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I didn't know what this was going to say. Should I continue? Go ahead. Go ahead. Yep. But I just wanted to warn others out there who may be like me, people who have a medium tolerance for violence, that is one of the most horrifically violent movies I've ever seen, the first 45 minutes of. <laughs> I have walked out of three movies in my life. This is the third. I want to know what the other two were. If you love nonstop action, little dialogue, and a plot that does not really matter, this movie is for you. And you, and you. If you need a plot to justify the violence, this is not a movie for you. <laughs> I heard from my friends who's stuck it out that I missed two pretty awesome martial arts sequences. And I was disappointed about that. But the constant, and I do not... I do mean constant, balls to the wall, one killing spree to the next with virtually no interlude, explicit and no holds bar violence was too much for this viewer. Okay. I think that I, that's, I really enjoyed that's, that that's, yeah, that's actually a fair take on this film. <laughs> Because I can't, I mean, I really can't disagree with any of that. It's not, it's not wrong. <laughs> that that's what this movie is. Um, yeah, and there you did, you did miss out on two pretty awesome uh, fight sequences. But you can probably watch oh, that, those on YouTube. <laughs> exactly. I, I actually did have an issue with the fight sequences. I, I mentioned, I messaged you. They just went on a little too long. Like no, and you kind of alluded to it earlier with your comments about how they'd need a lot of hit points or a lot of blood extra few gallons of blood that there is no one human no one physically human i can't speak it's not possible for someone to fight that long <laughs> that's what i'm trying to say yes i know all action movies kind of push those boundaries but not many movies tend to have fights that go on for 10 minutes and i will like, I'll, I'll, I'll reiterate my response to you from the dms is because he has the power of Samson with his long flowing locks. Yes, <laughs> yes. The, the the bad guy we're talking about, the mad dog, he's the one had short hair in the last movie. This one, he's got long hair and he can fight for a very long time. He's mad dog. He's not like tired dog. <laughs> yeah. There's like an old army, the English army called the, the Mad Dogs. And there's a song that my dad used to listen to and it's ridiculous, but it's... Mad dogs and Englishmen go out in the midday sun, <laughs> and you don't want me to sing it because it's it's really bad. Um, okay, let's do one more. Um, then we okay. we're, we're gonna run out of like actual movie to talk about in a second. This, there's, <laughs> there's the fight scenes, and that's kind of it. Um, okay, do you want do you want another bad review? Let's do another bad one. I'm just trying to find one that like doesn't say the same thing as what we just read. Okay. Uh... <laughs> Worst movie ever in category violence. Yeah, yeah, that one, that one. It's it's short. <laughs> all right. Overrated in all aspects. If you are looking for Indonesian violated 
violated action or computer gamish movies, then this is your flick. The rest of this production is below every level. Story is really the poorest ever, and all the performances are below any level. It's a shame that so many people rated this movie far beyond reasonable figures. The script is so thin and predictable. No other action with Hollywood fame could have have brought have bring just have brought, <laughs> have brought... We'll, we'll just adjust it. <laughs> It threw me off. No other action with Hollywood fame could could bring this production to a high level, could have brought this production to a high level. I love you all, no matter you all gonna hate me because of my review. Another proof that ratings are very personally personal and sometimes personal <laughs> and okay. Personal and sometimes dubious. But real movie fans are gonna watch all they met on their path of movie images and are reading all reviews starting with the lowest rated comments i don't know what that last sentence meant <laughs> i don't know um yes <laughs> like it it's a valid point i wouldn't say that this is this really this poorest story ever so what what no. holds what holds these films up uh, like, um, I guess like Lord of the Rings or <laughs> other such films, they filmed the Raid one and two kind of together, and it's one oh, cool. story. So there's literally, I think it's like two hours or so, less than a day pass between what happens at the end of Raid one and how the next one starts. It just you can sit down for your. Well, unfortunately, five hours and <laughs> watch one story happen. Yeah, and, this is really just and a... be, because of that. Uh, the first movie doesn't stand as well by itself, um, and is better if you watch it in conjunction with the, the second film. I will repent and I will endeavor to watch the second one. Then <laughs> you can take your time. It's, it's not. <laughs> you can just get around to it sometime in the future. I don't think yeah, we need to cover on here. I will no, report back. No, we, 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 we don't need to. We've. Um, I can literally also do the the synopsis for that one too. <laughs> it, it did without really. I think you have mentioned that, but not without really understanding that going into the raid. By the end of it, I had a feeling that there was more of a story set up with the, the two brothers because that's one thing we haven't mentioned along the journey of our main our main hero which doesn't really get he doesn't really get introduced until 45 minutes in uh, <laughs> uh he meets his brother who's a gang a gang member yeah he's, he's been working uh, for the the big bad guy yeah, i think he's actually and, a pretty trusted position so yeah he's he's yeah, one of the he seems to be up there with the mad dog character in authority and power um but blood's thicker than water, and so he he helps his brother first, and that gets him into hot water, um, and leads to the two on one mad dog fight, which again I'll go back to is went on for way too long because no one physically is capable of maintaining that level of action for that long. <laughs> it was it was such a good fight though. It's very well blocked. Like it it, it doesn't. Um... What these movies do well, and I think what the um, the stunt team and what the director and the fight coordinator and everyone understands is that 
you can film intricate fights without doing a bunch of jump cuts uh, because these don't they they the camera the camera knows enough to stay away like stay back and show us all that's happening not um i can't even think of that what's the matt damon um matt damon born identity <laughs> yes but the born identity like um strobe effect of trying to make someone look good at what they do these guys gladiators are another key example yeah they are martial arts martial artists kind of first or at least that's their primary thing they do and then now they've gotten into acting they yes. can they can showcase that so the plots yeah the plots are a little bit flimsy or a little bit thin but they're able to service like their skills directly because of that yeah and i i guess i'd like i'm i'm happy for bad acting in place of good martial art fight scenes i just i it just felt like this was violence before martial arts then martial arts and then story <laughs> and then yeah acting. and i and i think that that's because um they're I think they're trying to tackle social issues. Yep, fair. In in the name of entertainment. Mhm. So that's because they're they're bringing that on board or they're using that uh that's heavier in the the script and the package of the movie than than just the entertainment. And I as Garrett Evans, as he goes on in his directing career, he I think he's able to balance that a little bit more, and it's not so heavy-handed as the movies, um, the movies in general that he does um, move on. Hey, he's not the first director to get a name for himself by being extreme in one area. Um, lots of directors do that. <laughs> oh yeah, and it's and it's just, it's a process. I mean, he's still yeah. he's still relatively young. Um, all all these guys um, are they're all generally under 40 years old I mean, even at this point and this movie came out in 2011 so um, it's been out for quite a while mm. yep yeah i do appreciate the 45 minute review over that one because this did feel like more of a hot take than a considered Th this was a hot take reviews. and a response to other reviews like they're more concerned with that than actually reviewing the film because mm -hmm. that's the thing I, I came away from it not really being my kind of thing i could appreciate the ending i really i kind of appreciated the, the little twist in there with the commander really there for his using his men for his own gain and it completely backfired to kind of steal power from this this gang lord uh, so i appreciated that but i could appreciate the film making that went into it because there was a lot of impressive things along the way that individually were awesome but as collective it just wasn't for me in the long run yeah um i think that's also why i i would say i would venture to even say that you would enjoy the second film more so because that's what shines through is the characters and the kind of the plot, the setting, and um, just even a lot of not not the fight scenes themselves, but what they're doing with it, how they're framing them and being kind of inventive and and taking 
maybe a few risks and a few new twists on old um, action movie staples. Uh, cool. So th- th- those kind of things, uh, they're strong and they're good with their sets and they're good. It's the same thing when they when, when they just gave a surprise jab a dude with the pole that's jumping off a roof um, in Marantau. They, they yeah. do that kind of thing in this one too. And then they they double down and do just some crazy big sets in um in the second one. On that, because there was that kind of yeah, square center of this building that seemed that was hollow, like you said earlier. There was a stairwell and then there was this open kind of area that seemed it's, it's open like a, it's like an atrium, it's just the whole way up. Yeah. There was one that like Dude got kicked off from one level down to the next, <laughs> and, and then he bounced. Off. I think he was bouncing and like hit his spine or something. Well, one of them, one of them landed on his back on the, the on the railing, fence yeah. Rail. It's, it was a solid wall rather than a fence yeah. or rail, but yeah, you know what I mean. The waist high kind of wall per- partition. I don't know what you want to call it. And like, how was that? Must have been special effects because you can't throw someone. There's, um, I think on the dvd version i have has uh, outtakes or it has um special features showing how they were doing those with crash mats and with them um, uh, um, some of it's blue screen or green screen yeah there's some pretty Im- impressive effects for a low budget film some it, of them will vary it's yeah and it's not as low budget i think as you want to think it is to compare to west uh, like hollywood yeah movies, oh, for, for sure for sure and, and because of yeah <laughs> especially because of who they're working with and um filming, yeah, there was some very yeah and that fight with mad dog despite me being going oh come on it's this is just a bit much there were as you said very impressive things and well thought out so though the scripting isn't good the actual action scripting is phenomenal the planning that went into it like there's like a shot where he kicks the the, the the light you know the big uh neon yeah, tube the, light the, the, the halogen yeah bulbs yeah or the the, the fluorescent fluorescent, um, lighting. fluorescent yeah yeah and then that leads to how he ends up killing the bad guy because he uses the glass the broken glass tube to to take out mad dog like it seems simple but like that took a lot of thought and planning <laughs> and so yes the scripting and the basic plot of the movie isn't that well put together necessarily it was quite simple but the amount of storytelling through the action is you have to, even if you don't like the movie, you have to give credit to that level of, of presentation. <laughs> the, the level of creative violence. Um, I think yeah. one, one dude, I want to say it's this one um, where he's fighting, uh, he's fighting in the hallway and one guy's chasing him. And I think he, they, I think he either gets knocked through a door or a door gets broken and he like trips the dude and st- sticks his throat on the um the bottom frame of the door. I think it was in this one. It wasn't in the second That's... one. Yeah, it sounds about right. <laughs> There's just stuff like that where they use they literally use the environment to like harm each other. Yeah, R- rather and... than like it's not pieces of the environment; it's the actual building they're using the building as a weapon basically well yeah when they when they kind of after they kind of get trapped the the police the the squat team the um 
squat squat <laughs> i'm tired i'm tired well, well they're they're um, squatting a little bit but yeah yeah but yeah when they they attack and it goes it goes pear-shaped and they get ice they get surrounded and they kind of go okay we need to just get out now this is this is a failed bus we need to get out um but this, they're now surrounded by by all sides and it's just so cool how they just start like digging down with the they've got one of them's got an axe oh <laughs> yeah they're, they're just like going through the floor that was an exceptionally cool sequence yeah how that all played out and and all the the, the bad guys are kind of like oh the guy down to the floor so they run down the stairs and they come around and to the, the bottom apartment and they start digging in again and and how does it end they end up like using a fridge to blast through the door like just it was that's that was the part i kind of enjoyed because it wasn't just straight shooting at each other that's the point where it started switching from straight up machine guns murdering people to um kind of the more tactical survival mode and that's where it switched to the martial arts and that 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 was the switch i enjoyed the most was that part there because it was uh showed ingenuity of the of the characters uh, to try and survive and do crazy things and our main character was a big part of that yeah and and the, the movie itself is a spectacle and it's not served as well as you might think watching this at home or on a smaller screen like i i do remember like i mean i think i watched it twice in the theater i being just enraptured watching this on the big screen because it's just everything is larger than life um mm. and and watching it successive times but then eventually i think i watched maybe maybe watch it on my phone or something it does not do it any favors um watching it that way like this needs yeah. to be just kind of consuming the room, um, and and you only get that experience like once. Uh, so it's it's serviced by the pieces, like the the pieces of the the, the component parts are very well crafted. Um, the screenplay maybe needed to be tighter. Uh, or trim down by like 20 minutes in the beginning or or just start with uh so what the second film kind of does is it begins with um like a hand 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 combat scene but done in a very different way than they've done in the past or then you may have even seen in another film it's um it's very very kind of methodic um specific but sort of a um i don't want to say it's not like an art film but it's kind of has that feeling about it the whole the whole second film does they they're playing a lot more with like the cinematography and playing with the camera angles and kind of playing with viewer expectations than they were ever doing with this first one so I think okay. that's where it comes. People enjoyed that because you started immediately. You're invested in what's going on, and um, versus this takes time to get going, and it's it's too slow off the start. And I don't I don't I don't yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't even mean the pacing. I just think what we wanted out of the movie takes yep. too too much time to get there. They're they're asking. Um, kind of they're sort of trading too much on audience goodwill um and and expecting you to like be 
down for this very specific kind of hyperviolence. Yep. And and we weren't we weren't given that with Marantau, which is the the movie right prior to this. You you thinking oh they're gonna you're getting one kind of expectation and then he's built up this sort of um uh, maybe not auteur but that expectation that maybe Tarantino or someone else when they had first started out and like had this really big hit and uh, I think Gareth Evans was trying to capitalize on that but also not let people down and maybe tried to do too much of something as I don't I don't know I haven't really seen any interviews anytime soon that I, that I can recall but it just feels like this was maybe almost too much to try to do after he had done a, the sort of smaller story of Marantau. Yeah, and I guess we could see from reviews, though, it was received differently. It could be just a sign of the times, like people want and expect different things now. Um, if it was released as is now as a brand new movie, it may not do as well as it did eight years ago yeah and that's that's a curious thing because um uh films like the the night comes for us is is this dialed up even more it's okay it's 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 more of what this is but like non-stop all the time um it, it doesn't have that slow ramp up 45 minutes and then it's going crazy it just starts and doesn't stop uh, but it's the same trade in on like excessive violence violence for the sake of violence but not again it's not really glorifying it because everything that happens in that particular film is bad like nobody nobody nothing good comes out of using violence to try to make ends meet um but it's still sort of a sign of the times it's still kind of like this escapism i can't even it's it's a an anti-hero story you know everyone's a bad guy um so i think because of that and it's it's supposed to try to be a redemption story and i don't i don't think that it ends up being that whereas this is kind of some people it's so some of them are it's a redemption some of them it's a revealing who they truly were in the case of like the 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 police captain the commander yeah yeah, yeah. Well, i guess it's it's a corruption movie it's it's yeah pointing it's, out it's, it's a crime i mean this isn't uh, this isn't a technically a kung fu movie it's it's um a crime thriller or not thriller uh, uh crime action movie no, and I keep thinking yep. like like it's it's what it's what the later police story movies kind of started doing, just not to this degree. But the first like two, three, three police story movies were like kind they they're still trading on Jackie Chan's um comedic timing and crazy stunts, and then they just got more serious and more serious and more guns as they went on. Yep. And this just started from there and just kind of like <laughs> just climbed up the mountain. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think I that, uh, yeah, that probably, I don't have anything else to say on this one. Yeah, I think that'll, that'll wrap us up on this one. 
Yep, I agree. Um, as I say, I, I didn't come away from the movie that hot on it. Um, I can appreciate elements to it, and that's really where I, I, I leave it. I am more intrigued to see the second one now after hearing what you've had to say. Uh, yeah, I take that with I <laughs> take that with a grain of salt. It's um, <laughs> I enjoyed watching it, but it still it felt a little bit long at two hours and some change. So um, there's maybe bits that the pacing is off. Like it slows down a little bit in some parts and could have been trimmed. Um, I think it's worth watching and I would get, um, I would get a couple other opinions <laughs> from a few other people. My mind's sometimes weighted in, in, in terms of the things that I, I'm willing to kind of put up with in films um, <laughs> after, after so many, after I'm just watching everything. I, I watch yep. so I watch stuff that's just junk sometimes. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll admit it, um, but in comparison, the second one was a better film than the first. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think. What's your writing What's on your this writing? one? So we always Man. leave it. Six and a half. Oh yeah. So not not great. I think that's kind of our average, to be honest. I had to drop it down. I I did not. Um, well, I mean, I did not watch this again for this time, but I can remember enough of it, and I know like my feelings going on. And I also, it's just the violence. I can't. Um, it's getting harder to kind of enjoy this sort of movie these days. Uh, we, I had a little bit of that issue with um, Revenger. Uh, luckily there was some comedy in there, so it, it kind of just dampened the like ridiculousness um, of what was going on in that movie. Um, but yep. I think I think coming off of the heels of Night Comes for Us and then watching the Raid Two, um, I just those movies work for me on a certain level, uh, but less as time goes on. And, and whereas we watched um, spiritual kung fu, or even even the ones that aren't, you know, goofy, but uh, deal specifically in just the martial arts, I I kind of just want that sometimes, or most of the time. Um, the, these are uh, harder to harder to parse because I think it's just the the general environment of uh, you know 2019 makes this stuff not escapism it makes it too real there's just too much going on lately that has been like this and i don't want that i, I want to watch something silly yep you know yeah uh that's fair you kind of echoing what I, I i how i feel um i would i would say on all maybe 5.5 55 uh yeah, I, yeah that's I just, fair <laughs> I just didn't, I don't know, it just didn't connect with me. As I say, I really, really enjoyed elements of it, and I can appreciate the craftsmanship in a lot of the scenes and the film work, but as a whole, it just it just didn't leave me that, yeah, just nothing to write home about as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, yeah. That wraps us up. I think it does. Um, we will be back uh next time and that depending on when we get around to it will be roughly our um 
two-year anniversary actually coming up oh, crazy. so <laughs> we've, we've been at this a little while um and it's it's been great and there's a lot more stuff coming down the pipeline as far as movie wise we uh we just saw a trailer for oh um F- fat dragon returns something like oh that. that looks great donnie looks, yin and yes in a, in a fat suit uh, it looks awesome was it into the fat dragon or something it, or it was yeah, play on yeah because oh, no. there was there was a previous enter the fat dragon with Sammo hung oh was there I, yeah it was definitely a play on a bruce lee movie that's all i can remember the yes. title this is number this is a sequel at least a spiritual sequel to um Sammo hung's version i think regardless yeah, it looks dragon. it looks really good it looks exactly like what I wanted to see um, after having sat through this <laughs> trek of violence. Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. Um, yeah. It, it looks hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, we'll... Yeah, um, it's a, re- a remake of the original from what I've read yeah. now. I didn't, we'll, read, I didn't notice that before. We'll see when that comes out. Uh, I am anxiously awaiting actually my... Um, the The... It's, it's the Criterion Collection of um, Police Story 1 through 3. So that should be the Blu-ray coming in the mail. I think it's next. Maybe it's the end of the month. I don't remember. should be soon. Oh, nice. Um, that'll be exciting. And then uh, maybe we'll just, um, aside from the, uh, we'll probably do something Ninja or Samurai next time. Uh, but maybe, maybe we're due for... Uh, the rush hour films i did actually brought those with me so i have oh, cool. access to that and um those are always good to go revisit yeah i need some i need some goofy action yeah, me um, too <laughs> like even uh meal wheels on meals um something like that we haven't done that have we um we have not and i was just watching the uh um benny benny the jet um fight scenes with jackie chan and um uh, um, Yin Biao in Dragons Forever, I think it is. But yeah, I, okay. I, I, I'm down for something like that. So we'll see. see we'll, I, uh, we'll play it by ear. At work today, because as I mentioned to you, I was supposed to have uh, work uh, team building day, but it got cancelled. So I had normal office work today and it was boring. Uh, <laughs> well, after expecting to go horse riding for the day. Um, so I, while working, I had played Tuxedo on Netflix, the Jackie Chan movie. That's a bad Jackie Chan movie, but the Jackie Chan parts are still great. Like the way he moves is still entertaining. (laughs) So yeah, the movie's terrible, but yeah, he's still got some skills. So I'm keen for some real Jackie Chan. We'll we'll, we'll make ourselves watch like the Medallion or something, something terrible. (laughs) Yep. We'll see. We'll see how it goes, uh, and uh, you can stay tuned um, next time for. Well, actually, Vader. Where can we find you on the internet? Uh, like, don't worry about that. <laughs> VaderVanOden.com. Uh, yep. Yeah. And yeah, that's me. Excellent. I'm on Twitter at Cynthia underscore plus, and we will see you next time for something else, something new, and something kung fu. Bye bye, y'all. For sure. Bye bye. <laughs>